You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Blacklist After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Blacklist After Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. Those are the two, that's uh, Lenny Kravitz, always on the run. Is that who that is? Just like my man Red Reddington, apparently. Uh, you see, we pick our songs with a purpose. That's right. I'm Joe Braswell. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my very good friend Julia Kearley. Hi. <laughs> Hello. God, you redirect all the time. I and, never see it coming. And my main man Nando Velasquez. Hello. How there? How there, everybody? Hello yes. there, everybody. <laughs> there. And all Joseph right. Popo. <laughs> Sometimes you combine them with hello, 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 goodbye. Hi, nice to see you guys. Nice to see you all. Man, Anslow Garrick Part 2. A.K.A. Dembe Lives. Dembe Lives. Who said that? Who said Dembe Lives, guys? You did. You did. You did. You know what? I may suck at predictions. But maybe not. Tenley wasn't a prediction because you saw him in clips for the following episode. True. And a couple, I don't, I don't it wasn't really so. a prediction. You saw you a clip of him. You the, guys saw it. None I didn't see it. That's, I didn't see well, it. Well, no, she gets credit because we all saw the same clips, and none of us said a damn thing about it. <laughs> so there. So <laughs> meh. Meh. Um, but also some folks on some folks on YouTube predicted as well too. So oh, well. uh, you know, like 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 the like tickled the tickled lady said that tickled. I can't remember how I it up. Tickled tea lady. Is that right? That right? I, that's what I always say. All right. That's how I call her. She said she wasn't shot, among others. But anyway, Demi lives. Demi, Demi lives. lives. Yes. And I am happy about that. Yeah. So what about this episode? Fall finale. Keeps getting better I mean, and better. Fall. Winter finale. What, where are we? Fall. Fall, fall. finale. It's fall. It's, it's winter, <laughs> but it's fall finale. What season is it? Oh, uh, more pertaining to fall. Fall-esque. I do love the way that, you know, TV has gotten, network TV has gotten a hold of this whole uh, getting rid of the reruns thing. Because, you know, back, in, back when I was a kid. It was all reruns. They'd like show Ooh, two episodes. Things were different then. Run like five reruns, show two episodes, and five It reruns. was actually rerun from What's Happening. Yeah, it was, was all rerun. It was all rerun. It was all rerun from What's Happening. Dating yourself. What's Happening? R.I.P. <laughs> uh, Fred Berry. Um, <laughs> they play rerun. He's dead. Yes. Um, anyway, so yeah, but now they, in the era of the serialized television, we can't have reruns anymore, so they'll just run them all in a row, and then we'll have a fall finale, a nice little break. They'll introduce another show, and we'll come back in January and keep going. That means we're on a break, too. Oh. It does. This is it, our last show. This means it's our last what show for a little while. With know. our Tuesday day. Forget that. But let's talk about this well, episode. So just, we, we, we continued right where we left off, obviously, obviously uh, with, with Dembe in trouble with the prayer. And we see now that that gunshot was not, in fact, Dembe, but it was uh, my man, the uh, tech I, guy. Ivan. Ivan? Amon? Amon. 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 Who actually, who actually saved Lizzie. So that yes. was kind of cool. And I will say what's also cool in that preview, speaking of that whole preview thing, it was great oh, no. because we actually didn't, I was complaining about how there's some spoilers in that thing, and it didn't really give much away. It was actually very cool about, it gave really, after watching the episode, it gave really nothing away, yeah. except for the fact of Dimbe's alive. Yes. I don't think it gave that away. If I you think. had a quick eye. If you had a quick eye. I didn't see it. So you have a slow eye. Joe. I do have a slow <laughs> eye. <I was> very... <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It don't work. Right. 
So, um, so yeah, so we so we um, a lot, we learned a lot in this episode. We learned uh, we finally got to the bottom of uh, well, at least kind of to the bottom of what's on the other side. We don't know who. I mean, the uh, the surveillance that is the Apple guy and the whole thing. We don't know who is. Did we get to the bottom of that? No, or we I just don't think had we did. We just had to discover from Lizzie about it. Right. So we, had to, we so we but we got at least that place is busted up. Right. There is no more watching Lizzie and Tom. Yeah. You know, um, but there, but uh, and we saw the apple, and they pan down and show the apple mm. you know, on the thing. Uh, we learned about, um, but we we also learned that that was not just for Lizzie and Tom. That seemed like everybody in that in that particular group was being surveilled. Right. FBI, exactly. Yeah. Everybody. Lizzie. So you got to assume that Red. that yeah, everybody in the crew everybody. had the same st- set up in their houses. Right. By we presume. Dun, 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 my man, Alan Alda. But Alan Alda doesn't represent the end of the... He, he's no. he's the no. representative. He's he represents people. Yeah. He represents he people. He says, the people I work for. I'm like, oh. the people you work for are oh, Alan who's, Alda. Who's higher than Alan Alda? Who's Alan Alda? Who's, who's, who do you work for? Uh, who is this guy? Is it, is it uh, Robert De Niro? Who's this guy? <laughs> Can you imagine Robert De Niro? Al Pacino going to show up? Al Pacino. Can you imagine Robert De Niro doing it? He'd be so bored. He'd be so awful. Billy uh, Jack really? Nicholson. Yeah, uh, hey, we're doing a thing. Uh, we're mad at you. What, what are we doing? Can you just see him on set? Wait, like, was he, that supposed to be a Robert De Niro? No, no, it's, just, it's him. It was. It was terrible. It was, it was terrible. Second of all, stop and stop you right there. Which, if, are you going down the line that, that Robert De Niro is beneath this great show, The Black? No, I'm saying he's he's going. I don't think he'd do it. I don't. Okay. I, he, wouldn't he act terrible on set? Can't you? Just, can, I don't have, know. have you ever seen him do SNL when he just like he looks bored and he hates it? Uh, well, he, he clearly he's, he's a man of few words. All right, we're, Many we're, actions. we're, 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 we're drifting. drifting. My fault. Way far. But Alan Alda is the guy, the guy who's revealed, which a great, with a great reveal. And we'll talk about talk more about Alan Alda later. Mm-hmm. But that was a great reveal and, and the whole thing. But yeah, he's working for someone. Uh, everyone's working for someone. There's no who's the guy at the top. The number one blacklister. Apparently, probably number one. You're right. So uh, great. This episode was not directed by Joe Carnahan. He only, he only directed part one. But part two was equally as uh, crackerjacky. <laughs> if you ask me, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed. I like that they had that sort of. You know, I, I'm not really, really a big fan of Mister X. Like we got where we thought Demi was shot, but he's really not shot. But it was cool the way that re- the way they revealed it was very cool. Like, oh, it was actually this. No, no, no. And um, I'm very happy they, they they got out of the black site relatively quickly in the episode. I wasn't. I didn't think I wanted to have a whole episode with them yeah. in the box and mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. So, which is the previews uh, sort of gave the indication that we'd be in the box a lot longer than we were. But we're out of the box immediately, which is great. And uh, on the road, and we have to see Lizzie um, continue her sort of badassness and, and go rogue a little bit, which was also cool. Uh, honest to goodness, I did hear in my mind Tina Fey doing Sarah Palin saying, "I'm going rogue." Like when she when, when she was going into the surveillance house, that was yes. literally running in my head like in the loop. Nice. Yes, yeah, she was. Uh, she was great. I thought she was great in this one as well. I mean, I, you know. I, uh, I don't know. I, got, I, I love Lizzie. Would I've uh, I've enjoyed Lizzie's arc a little bit. I was thinking about that when uh, when she made the discovery in the um, uh, the surveillance house. Yeah. Um. Because if you think back when we were having so much trouble with her character and we had to remind ourselves that she was a rookie, it was so hard for her to to draw and shoot. And now it's right. happening without. It's instinct for her now. Right. And she looks at computer guy and she's like, "Come on, let's do it." Yeah. Yeah. She's really she's grown as an FBI agent. She's grown immensely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what do we think of? I mean, I want to well, maybe we'll touch on it later. But what do you think of Tom? Tom is dirty. Tom, are we back to dirty Tom? Oh, We're back to dirty that, Tom. I never left dirty Tom. Tom yeah. is dirty. You see him uh, peeking out that window at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. A proverbial peeky, peeping Tom, if you will. Peeping. <laughs> 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 I actually wrote that down. You wrote that Did down. You? <laughs> 
Characteristic. He writes all jokes down. Peeping Tom, if you will. If you will. If you will. That's what I wrote down. No, but that was yeah. I mean, you know, he's people. I wondered about that because he leaves. She leaves Tom immediately to run across the street. And, and and do do all that dirt with uh, Mr. Kaplan, who was dope, by the way. Oh yeah, Mr. Kaplan was uh, was, yes. was the dopest Mr. Kaplan I've ever seen. Mm. And uh, and uh, and what's Tom doing this whole time? Well, here's here's I got a question for you now. What do yeah. you guys think? Could you be Tom? Like if if Tom was if, if he's really just just a school teacher, right? And your wife is like this badass super super FBI agent. All of a sudden, you've been with her for a long time, and all of a sudden, boom, she's like this. How do you do that? Yeah. Like and you're confused all the time, and your wife comes home and she's beat to de- she's beat to shit, and you don't know what's going on, and she can't tell you. How do you deal with that? I mean, if he's really if he's really a teacher, well, this is the thing. I think that like this is like they they try to he tries to uh, you know seem a little upset and gives the whole speeches like you know you can't you have to quit. Let's walk away today. And you Nebraska. can't, Lizzie, Nebraska, and you know a guy tried to kill me, and then I call you on the phone, and then you're being tortured. What's going on? But. I, you know, I, he didn't seem all that upset about it when, when, when he got that call from Angelo Garrett. I have that written down too. That is not the reaction that I would expect. Angelo Garrett calls you like, "I'm going to have a gun to your wife's head." Who is this? It's like, so what? matter of fact. <laughs> but what, what? How do you act though? Yeah, how do you act? I don't know because I, I agree. How do you act? How would like, you? Act? What, what, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I could do it. You want to cry? I don't know. I you just want to scream just out. A moment of panic. Do you want to pull like a Mel Gibson like, ransom hey, moment or something? Right. Like, yeah. You listen Lizzie to me. Or, or, you, or you leave or, Mason. Or, I have a very taken. specific set of skills. I can write on a chalkboard. I don't know. I thought that was a Ryan Edel choice or if that was a Tom Keen character thing. But either way, I didn't like it. I didn't like the Angelos in the phone. And maybe we have the benefit of knowing what a badass Angelo is. is. And obviously Tom Keen does it. But he's like, what? Like, you know, your wife is about to die. He's like, what? <laughs> He's like, put her on the phone. So Lindsay gets on the phone. He's Wait, like, let me talk to a valley girl. What's going on? Like, what's up? Like, I don't know. Hey, I need you to hold, man. I got another call coming through. I don't know. Here's my question, though. In all, in all seriousness, I, I don't know, uh, you know, how you approach that. I don't even know where you, where to begin with that. And so none of it seems right because I don't think there is a prescribed answer. I mean, your mm. prescribed answer would be like, quit or I'm leaving. I mean, like, what do you? How do you fix this? Right. This is a crazy situation. I don't know. I don't know. Well, so so we have all that. We have uh, we find out first of all the first big reveal for us is we found out Anslow Garrick is even though he's number sixteen on the blacklist, he's actually working for someone, mm-hmm. which is the first kind of reveal, and he's not going to do all those bad things Just to Red, rich. as we said. Hmm. And then we find out that the someone he's working for is, of course, the great Alan Alda. And we find out that Alan Alda is working for someone. So what the hell? Everyone's working for someone. Yeah. It's a nice, uh, nice society we have here. It is. There's always a man up top. Sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you, those lyrics from a, the boss? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> those of you who can't see, Nando has a bandana tucked in his back pocket. <laughs> shaking it right now. No. Well, let, let's, let's dive a little deeper here. Like, I, I don't know. I want to talk a little bit about these characters individually. Well, let's, 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 let's walk through this episode specifically, right? So, uh, as, as, as we've been trying to do. So, so we know Dem- Demi's, Demi's alive. We find out. Um, and Dimmy's alive. Um, they they get the uplink ready. They get, have the FBI storm the place. Ansel Garrick slips out the back door with Red. He dug out, you know, his floor, the floor, dug through the floor, the floor. The floor. The floor. Mm-hmm. and out the train tracks, out the train tracks yes. that no one knew about. Well, are you doing it? You're not doing a WTF. No, nope, I didn't do it. Okay, although no. it's you know, it should be an FBI WTF. <laughs> Can I ask one thing real fast? Sure, of course. Where did Lizzie get shoes? Hmm? When did Lizzie put shoes on? 
Did she got shoes? Didn't she? When? When did she? When did, did I miss that? There must. It's that implied. It's, impl- it's implied. It's really implied that there's a. Me. It, I, I know that's very minuscule, but they made such a big deal about her taking out yeah. the shoes, and now she mm. has it cute feels little like boots that, on. You know, it feels like Sorry. that. That, that yeah. thing was probably a Joe Carnahan touch, like a like a like a nod to Die Hard, and uh, maybe this episode they there's a continuity. May, yeah, maybe there's a scene that they cut where she's. I'm going to take you to get killed right feet. now, but. Let's get your shoes on first. Yeah, let's go to your locker room. Yeah, 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 well, they, they, <laughs> right? They opened everything up, so maybe she got her shoes back out of the elevator where she right. took them off. These are the important questions we're asking. I'm, it was an important question. To You're me. welcome, I'm America. Sorry. I had to say it. No, okay. I like that. I like that. And us guys, we didn't even notice that. <laughs> right. We never noticed. Sh- it's always the girls girl that notice the shoes. Always notices the wardrobe yeah. changes. You know, I do want to say another thing I will say is I want to give shots, like real, real, real shots out to my man, special agent Harold Cooper. Because I think Cooper was kind of a badass these last two episodes. I finally got to see Cooper do his thing. He showed up. Yeah. Uh, he was very cool in Enzo Garrick Park 1. But in this one, he was a badass. He, like, mm-hmm. called that dude a coward to his face with a gun, pull, you know, put uh, to his head. He had a gun to his head multiple times in these two episodes and didn't really flinch at all, which I liked. I thought, you know, oh, Harold's a real deal. He's not some, you know, some empty suit. He's the real deal. And uh, when we got when they, when they're under attack, he's really in command, tactical command mode. Once a wrestler in a cool move shoots that guy, he immediately took control of the situation and got and, and seemed to be on the ball. I like the idea that he's not. I feel like he, you know, these in these first I don't know eight episodes, he's a bit of an empty suit, just spouting out lines. But now I get to see that this guy is someone, and he's a reason why he's assistant director, special director Harold Cooper. I don't know. If that's me. Uh, did, you, did you did you like? Lennox in this? Or? I will never like Lennox, but that's just me. Oh! That won't happen. Oh! It's never going to happen. But I, I, I thought in this episode, I, I think you're right. He came along. Oh, no. I just don't like him. Okay. I don't have to. All right, it's fine. It's not required. Is it because he's a uh, Yale-trained theater actor? That's why. <laughs> I've said for years, I hate Yale-trained theater actors. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, I liked him in this episode. Actually, and also, also, little shots to Dembe. I'm glad that Dembe A is alive and B got to do stuff because he jumped into action as a badass. He Absolutely. Like, running down those yeah. train, yeah, running down tracks. train tracks. Like oh. Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon. Like, Dembe. Like, he was like, God, I've got this. <laughs> and and he, you know, he he did his job and tracked him down and got that hit squad together. That crazy. Uh, Mercenary hits that squad. That was a ton of people. Yeah. Red does not play, man. Red's uh, got a crew. He's got a crew. He's got that one dude who looks like uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the ponytail. Like oh young, yeah, absolutely. Like young Sam Elliott, oh, like leading the, the crew. Best. I'm that's Roadhouse. Like, that's like yeah. Sam Elliott's younger, more badass brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if there's someone more badass than Sam Elliott, is there? If. Is I there? Don't know if there is. So that was cool. Uh, and then what about uh, again? I, we'll, we're jumping back to it, but what about? Uh, you know, Mr. Kaplan. Like, Mr. Kaplan's the one who actually helped put that crew together as well. So I don't know if it's a Dimbe or Mr. Kaplan, but Red's got some people that are beyond Gray. And where is Gray, by the way? I thought Gray would be the one who'd be in the Mr. Kaplan mode. Yeah. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. I wish it was, like, call Gray, and Gray showed up and did the Mr. Kaplan stuff. I'm sorry, Charles Baker. I wish that was you. (laughs) <laughs> our good True. friend, our good friend, Skinny Pete Charles Baker. You would have been great Gray. at it. Mm. So, I feel um, like, like, like Mr. Kaplan. This was her one. This was her job. Mm-hmm. If things go to shit, you call her, right. and she cleans it all up. She was definitely. That's she, she she, you get the sense that you know, Red had this already in this plan in motion already. Like, if shit goes bad. You call this number. You know what to do. Keep her safe. Dembe does this. I love. I love all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that was great. Um, so yeah. So now we have, and then we have um, uh, back on the scene is uh, uh, Fowler, the, uh, Jane Alexander, the the, the old uh, Attorney General lady. Mm-hmm. Is that is that who she is? is she Attorney yeah. General. No. She, who, who, what's, what's her title? I don't remember. Okay. Well, she's Diane Fowler. Is all, is all I know. Yeah. And she comes back on the scene and mm-hmm. seems to. Uh, 
you know, first of all, decommissions the team and then puts the team back in action and makes Red the number one blacklister. And it's kind of a cool way to start this, to end this first 11. Um, I mean, before we talk about individual characters, how are we feeling here at the halfway point? I mean, that's 11 strong episodes. We you know we, we had some rocky moments along the way. We had some weird things where we were trying to figure out story. But I don't know, it's all said and done. I don't know. That's a pretty cool 11. I, I think it's a great reset, personally. I mean, like, you know, like you looked at it and we kind of went, okay, well, where do we go from here? And they kind of they they you know because you can't have the whole the whole series with with Red just kind of being too cool for school and they fix that and they, you can't have the whole series where he's in bed with the FBI that clear right. and they just fix that and 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 uh, you know you've got like uh, I think they really gave themselves a great reset they've got now they've got so many more options right. uh, as writers they can go any direction they want now they've opened up the playing field dramatically the great job for cleaning up and yeah. and, 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 yeah. get, and getting this a little better what do you, what do you think Nando? oh I think yeah I think it's a very badass way to end a episodes and again you know now red is on the run or he's he's actually somewhere else who knows where watching over lizzie right this is a little bit of a change in status quo right now right which is great and uh and still a lot of questions some questions got answered i mean the surveillance it's nice to know that the surveillance thing got handled right that we know about that but uh we obviously know that still everybody involved is possibly in danger from whoever this adversary is because Red's, you know, been with the FBI right now. So uh, I love to see where it's going. It's a lot of question marks there. The, the, the other thing I love about this whole thing with Alan Alda is you really got a sense that, that there was a much bigger business interest that was paying attention to what Red Reddington was doing and was, was disturbed by it, which to me gave the show a ton of, of credibility. Because it really was a, uh, it really broke down to a question of, of uh, do we need this guy? How much do we need this guy? Uh, how much are we willing to tolerate? It really felt like the adults were in the room. It really well, felt not like only that, but they also Alda also alluded to the fact that Red has something on them. Like whatever, if Red dies, right. the thing that Red has, whatever it is, the nuclear co- I mean, God knows what he has. You know, will could could you know disrupt everything. And we've already we've always alluded to this sort of you know corporate espionage and corporate terrorism. And mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? I mean, this is Red seems to be a guy who's capable of toppling governments, as he alluded to. As Gray alluded to when Gray said we could have, you know, the, the power we could. But it was the line that Gray said once he said, uh, when, when oh, we could have brought the world to it. Yeah, brought the world to its knees. Yeah, like crumble, yeah. We can yeah, make the world so. crumble. Uh, what do you, what's your review of this crumble. first 11, Julia? Um, as, as we all know, I, I had a little rocky start with this show. I, I was sure. sort of in and out in the beginning. Um, but I feel like at the end of this 11, they've ironed out a lot of the wrinkles that I thought were major issues. And they've also done a great job of fleshing out these characters a little bit more, which makes me, therefore, much more invested. Right. And I think it moves the story along in uh, not just these these big physical ways, but emotionally as well. Right. So I'm, I'm totally down. I totally dig in Blacklist. Yes, yeah, so the Blacklist is awesome. We all agree. Uh, and also, oh, my girl Vanilla Cupcake pointed out, and which I noticed as well, that we have a... Stab oh, into the neck. Yes. You don't think I have a note about a... that? You don't think that, guys? I mean... Every episode I do. I make a note. I'm waiting for it. It's it's something that's happening that they're doing, and I think I like it. I like it. Vanilla Cupcake likes it. I like it. We all like it. Let's continue with I the... I live for it. <laughs> the laugh? Julia <laughs> <laughs> Keeley lives for a, stabbing, for a good it. stabbing to the neck. Uh, <laughs> that should be right. It's all worthwhile. <laughs> 
that's, that's one so thing my pay off every episode. Whoo, uh, there it is. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get into uh, uh, talk about these characters specifically, but uh, specifically, uh, and we do have um, coming up very soon here, shortly actually. Uh, we have Annalisa <laughs> who runs the Blacklist fan site on Facebook and, and Twitter. So we're gonna talk to her and get her her thoughts on this episode as well. But mm. before that, we want to thank you all for uh, joining us on iTunes as always. Man, you guys have really, really, really showed up on iTunes. We really appreciate you. Um, you're downloading us. The show is growing. The numbers are growing. Um, you guys are reviewing and rating us and giving us fives, which we really, really appreciate because, Joe... We love fives. That's right. <laughs> uh, and so thank you for all of all, all of your support. And if you're listening to us via iTunes right now, thank you. Also, our YouTube numbers are, are growing considerably as well. And we thank you for our very loyal group of YouTube followers that comment all the time and mm-hmm. follow and, and talk to us. And we'll shout you guys all out later. Um, um, and on Twitter as well. So we really appreciate you. And please keep it up. Keep rating us and keep, you know, um, talking about the show. And we'll come back next in January with more great shows, hopefully. Um, not hopefully, definitely. So moving on. Uh, before we get to our Facebook woman, I want to talk a little about, about about Lizzie's character. And I want you to do that for me, Julia. I'm going to ask you <laughs> about about Lizzie. Like, it seemed that, what, 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 have we, what have we learned about Lizzie? Not only this episode, but, you know, give me your – I want to do this a little differently. Give me your, like, 11-episode sort of take on Lizzie. We're, you know, start, start with this episode. Like, what have you learned? Um, well, like I said earlier, which I, I, I guess I should have waited. No, it's okay. Um, but I, I'm really <laughs> impressed with the with the FBI agent that she has become and how she's growing sure. in, in that respect because that would that was driving me just absolutely nuts. Yeah, um, you can't be a rookie forever. You can't be a rookie forever, right. and there has to be that moment where you finally get to take the training wheels off, and That's it just right. happens. That's right. Um, so I'm really liking that. I'm just loving her. Badassness. I think that she's really coming into her own um, as not just an FBI agent, but as 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 a, as a fully fleshed out character. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, she's had these great emotional moments that I sort of long for in each episode, and um, we got that at the very end of this episode, where she's talking to Red on the on the phone, and she's looking at the burned bunny, looking at that scar. I've been waiting for them the to, to the reference that scar. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I think the next 11 episodes, we're going to find out a lot more. There'll be a lot more revelations about what happened in her past. Well, speaking of revelations, we had her ask a very important question to Red, which is a question that we've all been asking and fighting yes. over. That mm-hmm. Joe's rolling his eyes because he seems to know the answer to because he's just, just Joe. Little. But uh, she asked him directly, like, just are you blank. my father? Which I thought, oh, thank God. Just ask him. Uh, Somebody just ask right. him. And and, and, and and he says he no. thought long and hard about it, but he, he did. said you know, no. Okay. You know what he did? Time out. Time out. No. Julia, Julia, ask me if I'm your father. Nando, are you my father? No, not nope. your father. Yeah. Wait. No, no, now, would you believe I'm your father? Wait, based on that, hold on. You have to add what? two. You have to add two start stops because there were. T- uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, no, what do you no. mean by father? Exactly. I'm like, come no. on. No, but the I mean, thing come is, on. Red doesn't lie to her. Yeah. Oh please! Yeah, he's oh. not lying to her, so he's not her father. Maybe right, quick, you know what? Maybe he's not right, his father now. Quick poll, quick poll, quick poll. Joe, father, father, yes or no? No. Father, yes or no? Flippo. Yes. Father, yes or no? Nando. Yes. I father, yes or no? Joe. No. Uh, uh, well, well, half the people are wrong. Half the people are wrong here. We got an actual answer, and how is this house still divided, guys? Hold on, wait, Seraphine. Yes or no? How do you f- define father? Oh, oh it's Steve. It Steve, Steve. Is Lemieux. that Lemieux in there? How do you that define is. father? How do you, how do you define you? father? You know, because, like, the person who raises the kid could be considered the yeah, father. Yeah, exactly. biological father. father. Yes or no, yeah. Lemieux? No. 
See? That's All right. Tiebreaker. Now, now the whole show's I, wrong. I'm <laughs> saying Red, Red, Red Reddington is not the father. Ray, whatever his last name is, that uh, you know, whatever you know, Ray's the father, or whatever he called himself back in the so day. So you're saying it's 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 a Star it's Wars a play thing. On words. It's, it's a play Anakin on Skywalker, words. but not Darth Vader. Is that yes, what you're exactly. Okay, I got you. All right, okay. Sweet Your father Lord. killed Obi Wan Kenobi, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 From a certain point of view. All right, gotcha. Okay. So, okay, so we have that, and then, and then we do we. Is it the teddy bear? Like, are we getting like? Is it, I still don't know the significance of the burnt teddy bear. This is something that happened in her well, childhood. Well, it's bringing something from the fire. The fire right. in it's, her it, childhood with the melty dolls. That has to probably do with the scar. Like the little girl's hand holding right, the bunny, which right. doesn't necessarily mean it was her. Right. She could have been witnessing it. Right. Um, that could have been Red's daughter. Could That's have been a sleepover. Is that we're suggesting? It's a sleepover. Maybe they were besties. I rolled them hard. They're rolled them. They're rolled. Well, let's transition over slightly over to to Alan Alda, who is who is. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about Alan Alda. I could talk about him all day. He was great. He had a, had a, a great reveal, like, out of the shadows, as you want him to come. A great reveal. Actually, I, when you hear his voice, his voice was was awesome. You, he, know? you know, he embodies that idea, at least that I have anyway, of, of like that shadowy corporate guy who's probably connected to some government agency too, who's really interested in keeping business as usual going. He's not ever going to get his hands dirty. And he really represents the guys who are really in charge, and I, that's why I said earlier, like the adults are in the room. I love that. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, you know, you know that he hired the Apple guy. He had surveillance on on a whole bunch of members of the team, not just Liz. Uh, you know, he he had an inside guy on the team. You know, he he was probably connected at some point to the government because he knew about the decommissioned black sites. I mean, these guys are into everything. Yep. And and he's talking about I've known you for twenty years. I've always liked you, Red. And it's like that that very you know that very clear threat that's underneath that too. But I, I, I you know I'm not sure how much I need you anymore. It was just, it was such a, uh, I, I loved it because it felt, it, some of these villains have been Bond villains, and this yep. doesn't feel like a Bond villain. This feels like a modern well, day corporate guy who's in charge of stuff, and it's great. Well, Everything's going to be great. It's about corporate terrorism, and yeah. who, are the, who yeah. are the biggest terrorisms, uh, terrorists out there for corporate terrorism? It's it's the white collar people. It's, Absolutely. It's the lawyers, it's the, yeah, it's the CEOs. Can I, can I ask this? Are we sure that Alan Alda and, and his company are the ones who set up the surveillance with the Apple guy? Because they didn't seem to know much about Lizzie, otherwise they would have pulled, exactly. pulled that card a long time ago. And they had no idea point. that she no, was. That's, that's, that's an excellent point. That's a great which, point. Which is what I was going to say. I mean, first, first of all, back, I mean, just to your point, Joe, but who better to lend credibility to ground this whole thing? You have these sort of cartoonish Bond, you know, right. villains, but who better? Yeah. If you're going to, like, search the universe for someone to add credibility to your situation, oh, 100%. it's two people. Alan Alda or uh, Martin Sheen. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it's true. That's right. Martin Sheen was not available, so we got Alan Alda. <laughs> I, I think he's, he's a better <laughs> choice for this than, than Martin mean, Sheen oh, would have yeah. been. I mean, James Cromwell's another one, but like, you know, oh, yeah, he's on ABC. But yeah, so like, and uh, I loved how, you know, when the, the, how are we? When he first heard his voice, it was like, oh, there he is. He comes out of the shadows we talked about, and he says to him, hello, Ray. Not, not Reddington, not Red, not Raymond, but Ray. That's, that's, I think that's cool. Like, it, just, it makes me, it makes us know this of the intimacy, how these guys know each other. Like, uh, Ray. Who calls Red Reddington Ray? Didn't mm. it feel like he was like a, like a, like an old boss or an old mentor? Didn't the whole, yeah. the whole feel was like, you know, I, you know, did, had that sense that Ray worked for him at some point and, and Ray was like his pet name for him. Maybe Alan Alda right. used to work for the U.S. government as well. I, that's we what I'm betting. Yeah. yeah, I bet it's a combination. Right. I don't know. You don't uh, know about that one? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I was trying to, uh, to find um, our our guest, Annalisa. Um, Steve, we have a guest calling in. I think, I believe so. So I don't know if, if, she, if she's able to call in or not. But um, just, just want to be on the lookout for her 
if you if you can. I forgot to tell you. All uh, right. Well, <laughs> now we have our colon service on. There we go. Yes. <laughs> well, we told Marissa Serafini, and I thought Marissa Serafini was in there, but it wasn't you. We had, we had a producer sorry. tag out. Well, so, if she uh, calls in now, okay. yeah, we got it. We're good. Okay. All right. I just told her to try now via text. That's the business we're taking care of on the air that people care about on iTunes. I know. This is the <laughs> so, behind the scenes stuff <laughs> that's happening in real time. Yeah. Uh, no. So yeah. So Alan. So uh, he, he calls him ready. He seems like he's a mentor. He hasn't seen him for two decades, uh, which is cool. Um, and like, I, and I love the way he kind of lets Red know this is re- sort of resets Call Red. Oh, she's here. Um, sort of resets Red in a way that um, that is cool because we know Red is a super cool guy who seems to have everything under control at all times. But now he's saying like, we could have killed you at any given moment over the last two decades, not over the last ten minutes, but the last. 10, 20 years, we could have just dropped you, but we kept you alive. Could have killed you in the park this afternoon. Yeah, but we chose yeah. to get you out of a super secret FBI black site, how to secure black site, just to let you know that your new friends you're cozying up to, they ain't going to help right. you, buddy. You know, so I don't know. I mean, just we did that this was because scary. we wanted to remind you that we can is essentially yes. the deal. Who the F are these guys? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Don't all, forget who yeah. we are. And, 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 and are they blacklisters? Are they number one on the blacklist? Could they be? I mean, could it be, you know, are they above well, the blacklist? I, I think that the, 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 the what's interesting about this about the show is that we're really, I mean, it seems like they're kind of ballsy to me. They're exploring the got idea that, that really, that corporate government, you know, you've got all these uh, these former uh, these former special forces guys that are looking for a paycheck. And so you've got, you've got really, you've got, uh, you've got this overlapping different, uh, these overlapping different organizations, some of which are funded by the government, others are private, but they're basically the same people controlling all of it. Right. And they're using it. And it makes the whole, the whole mess very gray, very mushy, and there's no, there's no clear right or wrong. I mean, no. we're, we're following an international criminal. Our, 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 our hero is an international criminal. Yeah. And, and we're following him and going, wow, he got kidnapped by another international criminal yeah. who's probably tied into our government, who's probably tied into a corporation that we all buy shit from every day. And, it's, a, and, it's a riddle wrapped inside of enigma, wrapped inside well, of a Well, question. I think what's, what's ballsy about it is that it's on network and it's yeah. getting into all this stuff, well, you know, which is funded it's, 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 by it's the corporate raising, guys. It's raising, it's, interesting. The, it's raising the stakes of, and I see what you're doing there, that, that, that you're, you're right. It's, it's a, it does seem like a art imitating life eating itself and rolling itself in a ball yeah. eating itself again but uh, I do like that you know we're sort of raising the stakes of this whole anti-hero thing that happened in this golden age of television you know with you know with Tony Soprano to mm. you know uh to um, Don Draper, uh, well, Don Draper to um, you know, um, why am I drawing blank here? Rerun, Breaking Bad to, to rerun, <laughs> rerun, actually, ultimate answer. We're joined right now by by uh, the, the the lovely Anna, Annalisa uh, Walter Don, White. Don, by the way, Walter White. Uh, hi, hi, Annalisa. How are you? Annalisa. Hi, hi. How are you guys? We're fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Annalisa runs the the uh, Blacklist fan site on Facebook, and 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 also uh, the, the great Twitter Twitter uh, page as well. And also, she puts up her own YouTube videos. Her and her colleagues do about the Blacklist. And I just wanted to a say thank you for doing that because all the more people knowing about and talking about and sharing the Blacklist is 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 great. And and, and we wouldn't have you on, but more importantly, we just wanted to ask you one question. Um, is mm-hmm. Red Reddington Lizzie Keene's father? Yes oh. or no? That is a big question that we constantly get every week. Like, regardless if people start suspecting there's no possible way, that always ends up being, no, we really wish that they kind of do have a connection with each other. But what do you think? So, I need your answer, Annalisa. <laughs> Gun to your head. Gun to your head. Your answer. Hey, come on. Spit it out. But, okay, so I personally, I don't think... Uh, 
Red's uh, teen's dad. Well, you're wrong. Because, like, I support your decision. You're all welcome to be wrong. Like, Everyone here is welcome to be wrong, except what, for Joe and what I. What happened is I had her call in just to, just so she can. Wait, me okay. Wait, let me ask you. Did. Let me ask you a question, Annalisa. Do you do Anna you have Luisa. is Anna Luisa or Annalisa? Huh? Is it Anna, Anna Luisa? You can call me Anna. It's fine. Anna. Anna. Okay, Anna. Easy. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Aggregate. Now you're on the you're on mm-hmm. Facebook. You're the Facebook fan page. Aggregate. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think of the fans? What do you think the fans' point of view is overall? What are we looking? Are we looking at sixty forty? We looking at at, at, at seventy thirty? <laughs> What's the percentage of people saying he's definitely Liz's father? Joe, Joe's really hanging out of this. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I would have to definitely say at least sixty to seventy percent really want uh, Red to be King's dad, but mm. at the same time they don't want the episode to go like kind of like Star Wars, like oh that's your father does. Yeah. Like end the episode that, that one. They kind of want to leave it more suspenseful. So right. you're saying sixty to seventy percent believe that he's her father, but they want it drawn out and explained in a better way than Star Wars did. What, what he's uh, what, yes. what Joe's really saying is sixty to seventy percent believe he's right. That's basically that's what, what he's yeah. saying. That's, that's all he cares about. <laughs> so let, let me I tell you. So you run the, the fan book site, and let's let's talk about what, what is. Would you give me a little bit of the overall sort of fan reaction as uh, to this first eleven? I mean, has it been all positive? Has it been all? I mean, is this sort of an echo chamber of people who love the show? Has it been some people that are critical? What's been the discussion in the, in, the, in the fan in the fan page well the majority of them is just people who just generally enjoy the show like they're really liking it and we have people from like argentina and like korea that they talk about the show they're like it's not playing in their countries yet but they do get the trailers and they watch them online so everyone basically just loves the show and just their opinions about it is just um like most of them say that there could be a potential relationship between team and wrestler like many people start hoping that or just like the relationship between Red and Keen, and this is is Cooper like like a topic of to be like suspect or something like that. So it's all interesting, and they all kind of relate to each of the episodes that are coming along. And especially in January, everyone already started like predicting what's going to be like the first couple of episodes. Sure. Well, and, and to that point, I just want to ask. So you you guys have actually do what we do, which is you have a group there, and you and you, you screen every episode uh, uh, privately, and you screen them together, and then you take your notes, and then you you know you do your due diligence on the Facebook page, and you put up a YouTube site, and a, a, a video, and everything else. Uh, for you personally, this uh, this fir- first eleven episodes, um, how do you Anna feel about these first eleven? I mean, uh, you know, you came into this like we did, kind of cold with some hopes of this may be a good show, and is it uh, is it meet your expectations? exceed your expectations how, how, how do you feel like i think by episode five i think the show started getting really good the first couple of like the first four episodes were kind of just introducing the show but i think from five to ten part one and two i think that the show really started picking up and the conversation started getting more on the characters rather than just like either making fun of like the C- the cg of the show or just something but, um, yeah, the show definitely picked up a lot, and the episodes are definitely more interesting, and they're introducing more storylines from, like, Wrestler and Malik and all that. So many people just, and it, like, even us as a group, like, we're impressed how the show, just in 10 episodes, are just, like, changing the whole spectrum of, from the very first episode. Sure, great. What's the social media presence been like in regards to this show? I know that you you run the fan book, uh, the uh, Facebook fan page. I know you're all over Twitter. What What's it been like? Just, just oh, oh, aggregate, oh, not just with you guys, yeah, but just, just everything. Like, you guys monitor you everything. Well, it's been it's been fascinating. Like many people, like at first when we started the site, it's like we didn't expect that we were going to get like such a good outcome. But then later, just talking to the people, like everyone just started appreciating the fact that 
uh, it's a site not like the official site. You go to like NBC site and it's kind of like dry, like the comments they have about the show is kind of like the default stuff that they would talk about the show just to get followers. And then as we talk more about the show, people start actually talking to us and we crack jokes and everything. So it's just, a, it's like everyone just starts like, it's a site where everyone just talk can talk about the show naturally and everyone just like adds on to people's comments and everything. And it's just a very diverse group of people. Good. Hmm. Well, listen, Vink, Vink, uh, we want to. Um, I just wanted to get you in and get get your opinion. But before I let you go, and I want obviously give you. I want you to give your uh, give us Facebook the the the, the handle, the tight, the, the the URLs. <laughs> I'm trying to say, but I do want to get your prediction. I want to get your your uh, your sort of your um, you know January premiere pr- prediction as to what what you th- what you think is going to happen. Okay, I think that Tom could definitely be a target for being like the mole of the group. Like just after talking to red on when they were in the coffee shop or outside in the coffee, I think that that really brought the whole focus on Tom's probably going to do something. Right. I, okay, okay. I agree. So Tom, so you think Tom is, is, is going to be, uh, you know, is, is the mole and is as bad as red says he is. I, I agree. With yeah. Okay, it's well, definitely yeah. Tom or Cooper. Like, they're both very suspicious these last episodes. Ooh, Cooper. Cooper. Well, we did have that thing with Cooper with that red... Lo- the like, Kuwait. That was it, or Beirut, <clears throat> or whatever it was. Yeah. It was something. Yeah, but, like, they have, a, they have a past. They definitely have a past. And I think even Cooper's bosses may be in cahoots with, like, Mr. Finch and stuff. So it could all just oh. be connected. Mm. It's all connected. Well, all cahooting. Well, thank you, Anna, for joining us. Why don't you tell everyone uh, where, you know, uh, where we can find you on the Twitter and on the on the Facebook. Okay, so the Twitter is fansblacklist at twitter.com, and then it's uh, fans the fansblacklist at Facebook. Great. Well, check it out and check out the site, and it's cool. They got some cool stuff, and they put up new stuff every, seems like every day, and we appreciate it and appreciate you being out there and listening, and thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you so much. All right. That's it. Bye. That was Anna. Anna Luisa Anna. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Well, awesome. No, that was it. That was the say goodbye. <laughs> you can stay on the line if you want, but we're, we're going to continue on and talk about the blacklist as if, but you're, you're more than welcome to stay on. Um, okay. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so can we talk about Red? In this episode, I just want to get like in, get into into Red because we've learned, you know, so much about like Red and his vulnerability and his and his maybe his motives. Or do we know less about Red than we know to start? Do we know more about Red? Like, what do we learn about Red, Nando? <laughs> <laughs> what do we learn about Red? No, I mean, eleven episodes in, do we, what do we what do we know about this guy? I mean, I mean, the big thing about him, I, can, I think, is that well, I mean, pretty much what we we heard from the conversation with Alan Alda. Mm-hmm. So we definitely know that this has been going on for 20 years. Do we do we have a timeline as to when he defected? By the way, oh, I'm sure we do. That was part of your protections because I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like that's why I feel like Alan Alden well, might have been actually pilot, working they, on the other side yeah. for a while. They might have they might have uh, listened listed it in the pilot. When I believe the, 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 I don't know. He said he's been on the run for. Anna, about are you still there? Years. Yeah. Uh, do you, Do you have any idea when how long uh, Red's been on the run? Well, when he talked to Finch, I think they said 20 years, but they don't really, like, specify anything. Huh. Before that. When yeah, he left exactly. The FBI. When he left the FBI. Yeah. Yeah, when he left the FBI. I think 20 years is okay. Yeah, I think it's, 20 it's about years. right. Okay. I think sorry, they no. threw that in there for a very specific reason. I feel right. like there's a reason why. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's a reason why for that. Yeah. So I, I definitely think you, we have to fine-tune that speech and just, like, 
pull out all the nuggets from that mm-hmm. little speech because that right. definitely says a lot about as to uh, you know and again this is not a simple revenge case it doesn't feel like a simple revenge case no. because Red we know has something on what we're assuming is the adversary we're assuming the Finch is, is working for the adversary right. that he refers to so this is more than just revenge this is uh, there's there's definitely it's a very complicated chess piece right. and. Uh, I'd say we definitely there's still a lot more questions that need to be answered right now. But it's definitely what I like about it is that it's not clean cut. No. Well, well like I said earlier, I, I I really enjoy that we we're getting to a place where, like like I said, it's not a Bond villain thing. It's not you know give me you know I'll, I'll blow this up unless you give me a million dollars. You know, right. and it's not like that. These are these are I think it's a lot of corporate criminals going on. I think that the the uh, I think that's what Alan Alda represents is that combination of corporate and government, which makes it so much more interesting. And obviously, when he comes in, he guys he's, he's so well placed. We said that already, but I think it puts Red in a different in a different perspective also because here's a guy who's comfortable playing with petty criminals, comfortable playing with mid level guys, and here are the big 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 boys. And and he's obviously not as big as they are. Like Red's a big guy, but he's right. not as big as whoever Alan Alda represents. Uh, you know, Spader did such a great job of, of acting without saying anything, and, and really sort of watching his face. And he was not, uh, did not seem scared or at all by Ansel Garrick, who's a scary dude. By the way, we should talk about how he dispatched of Ansel Garrick, which was kind of cool. Whatever finger thingy, finger knife, I mean, spike thingy dingy he had. Don't f with Red Reddington. Don't talk. Don't talk bad about Lizzie. That's the lesson I learned. Do yeah, don't threaten her. Don't threaten Lizzie. <laughs> you because she's a friend of a buddy's daughter. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's, it's true. Anyway. People all run up the flagpole. He'll do anything for Lizzie, yes. who's, you know, a kid who grew up up the street. Yeah. He really likes her. You know what? That's all right. So, listen, he has a debt to repay. You know, he slept with that, 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 that with, with, with Lou. What was her name? Lou? Was yeah. that the one that they blew her face off? Yeah. Yeah, slept with her for a long time. She worked with him for years. Just saying. Just right. saying. Your, your, your point is, is poorly made. A little, little listen, red mist. What, what, do, we, do we get a look of, on, Al, on, on, um, on Red's face when he's having the interaction with Alan Alda? Because it, I, I'm just curious to know if we noticed that if he played that as concerned or, you know, because he's always so cool. You know, no, no, like, like, like Ansel said, no smug quips this time. But, hmm. like, he was, he's always so cool and calm. And I know he was all effed up over the, the pain drugs they gave him. But how did, how did he react to Alan Alda? Did I notice? Well, I felt like he was trying to make it as clear as he could without without you know giving in to whatever it was he was fighting, fighting that urge to to obviously respond to all the stimuli that he was feeling because uh, that's what that drug they gave him is supposed to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I got the impression, no, like you're, I'm not out to get you. This is not what you think it is. Right. You, you're, you're 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 approaching this wrong. But I think that's uh, you know you want my opinion. I think that's more about Lizzie than about him. But all bets are off with Lizzie. Like right. here's a guy who made 20 years of great decisions. Never got caught. Never yep. got himself in trouble. Made an incredible amount of money. Made a name for himself in a huge business. And 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 made uh, really is an international. Can't be caught. Can't be touched. Can't be. Can't. He, he can have all the money he wants. All the right. weapons he wants. All the power he wants. But all that's out the window now. All bets are off because he's found there is there is there is this person that he has dedicated himself to protecting. Well, this makes me it makes me ask the question that ask the question. Are we asking the right questions? Meaning, like, I think you hit on it. Like, Alan Alda is maybe not be the super blacklist, or Alan Alda may not be the one who's surveilling the house. I mean, it seems to me there's two separate agendas here. Alan Alda is the guy who just showed up because he got scared that Red Reddington was talking to the FBI and doing whatever he's doing. Alan Alda is the guy who has a secret that he has to keep. Right. That's what it is. And that's and all he Red is. is keeping this secret. But for some reason, if Red winds up dead, the secret will be out. Right. So it won't it won't be silenced with him. 
But what I'm saying is that that does not necessarily, in fact, I'm certain it doesn't have anything to do with Red's agenda, no. with Lizzie and Tom and, and whatever else, well, the blacklist, and whatever Red's doing at the FBI with the blacklisters and this whole thing. Well, that's the thing. He even said that. He it, even I don't said think it has no. anything to do necessarily with what Alan Alda and his boss are worried about, right? Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, that, that, that's what we're saying. All bets are off. So, I mean, here's, here's a guy who operated for 20 years in a very predictable way from Alan Alda's point of view and his crew. Like, they knew that Red Riding Team was going to behave in a certain set way because right. he was motivated by the same thing they're motivated by, money and power, right? Right. So, all of a sudden, Red Reddington is off the reservation. He's in bed with the FBI. Why the hell is he in bed with the FBI? He didn't need them, right? right? He's operated for 20 years without them. All of a sudden, he's in bed with them. If I'm doing business with you, and I've done business with you for 20 years, and all of a sudden, money is no longer what motivates you, and 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 all of a sudden, it's a it's a all bets are off, right? I can't control well, that's a, that's the outcome, a scary guy. That's right? The, and, and it's an outcome you can't control. Right. And so, from Alan Alda's point of view, of course, we got to get to the bottom of it because we got a ton of money riding on this, right? And and we got to figure out what's happening. Yeah. Well, this brings us back to the question that we've been asking from the very very first episode is why now yeah. why has red come to the fbi yes. now? why yeah. is this happening now specifically just when lizzie gets out of out of uh Quantico. Out of do you Quantico. think we'll get the answers to this in in, in season one in this last 11 or do they this will something that'll carry on from season to season mm. i wouldn't give you the answers this season i would like to no. have the answers given to this season and then have them figure out what to do for next season if we if we haven't learned anything from the blacklist the one right. thing we have learned is that they will answer one question but then open yeah. 26 it's, it's more the last up. playbook so, I mean, like, uh, 11 episodes, and I don't know shit. Just like, are you my nothing. dad? No. <laughs> I don't know We learned the answer nothing. to that question. You did not learn right. the answer to that question. Well, before we get into to news and predictions, oh, we, should, we, we, should talk about, we should talk about two things, uh, and they may be one and the same, which is uh, Agent Wrestler and the songbird, the mole, mm. the mole mole mole, the guacamole. The mole. The guacamole. <laughs> Who is the guacamole? I have... I have two ideas on that. I have that. two ideas, too. But before we say what those ideas are, okay. which are the obvious ideas, I want to know, what's up with my girl Mira Malik, my CIA agent? She's awful quiet up in she's this She's been sidelined. She's my been sidelined. I mean, she's like... She's idea number one for me. She's got to be the mole. Usually they hide them. I got, well, all, I got all my money. All my money's on, 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 on Mira. She's kind of the reason that Anslo got in the first place with her intel. Yes. You think she she didn't know that that intel was bogus intel, but she yeah. had the whole FBI convinced of well, it. She's the only F, she's the only outsider. She's a CIA person brought in by by uh, you know our our, our girl. She's put not it, even American. There. She's British. She's British, right there. <laughs> Come, <laughs> Come on, on Mando. <laughs> no, no said. Uh, Mic drop. Good I night, just, Wisconsin. I just, just want to put my. I'm just going to put all. I, I got all. Me and you, Julie. Are we, are we together on this one? Um, she she is my my number one right. idea of it, but I have a number two, a possibility, sort of a wild okay. card about and, it. And who, well, we 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 did. I'll, I'll let you say who it is. Okay. But, but I well, just say who it is first. Go ahead. Who, who's your number two? Wrestler. Wrestler's number two. Okay. Because mm. wrestler is a man pissed. Yeah, he's pissed. He's pissed at Red. He ruined his life. He wants to get Red at all costs. But uh, and then and then the, the dark horse is no pun intended is Harry Lennox right right or Harry Cooper Harold Cooper Harold Cooper right is 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 a dark horse now I I, but all that being said <laughs> we didn't talk about without we didn't even talk about a wrestler's little girlfriend wrestler's Audrey. boo Audrey. Audrey. yeah she's Audrey's engaged that's so sad. but she but he, that was the most human I've seen wrestler I know, I know. but but which begs the question is there anyone more anyone less trustworthy than wrestler's boo showing up at the last minute. She's. I don't trust her at all. Really, what, what is she what? there for? 
Oh, come on. She's there to make him human. That oh. is the whole purpose of her. Oh. She's there to, to show that he never me? changes emergency contact how over at the how FBI. Did you, how, did you, how did you find me? I, I think she's just straight a device for the, mm-hmm. for the writers to make wrestlers suck less. Okay. Uh, maybe, let's, maybe, make it, let's make him empathetic for a guys, minute. Dude, maybe Red no Cauldron. No vision whatsoever. So you're no. saying you're saying that this that this girl serves a dual purpose. Oh, I'm sorry. She's one purpose is to is to be a bad guy. That's, a, that's so a, she's a bad girl. Bad girl, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm locking that down. Maybe right. Red okay, called to him because Red said he knew about her, right. and then Wrestler confessed to them in their 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 box of how uh, of how you know I was engaged to her, but I was really like married to you in right. essence, and so you ruined my life. So maybe Red feels bad about that. Okay, Nando, what do you think of her? I think that she knows Red. For sure, I think that yeah. she definitely. We, we're seeing her now because she's going to be more relevant in the next, in the back half of this season, and that there is a connection with her in red. Absolutely, she ain't no good. Yeah, she ain't no good, huh? Ain't no good. All right, then. I don't know. She's mm. too too friendly. Russell was too smiley. Like it's, we're not gonna let it out. Like, okay. All right, all right. Anyway, so our uh, just 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 so to confirm this, our round around the table takes predictions <laughs> of the mole. Number one, what do you got? Malik. Malik. I'm gonna have to back that. Oh, oh, oh! He agrees with me, well, right. I, and, and me, which is more surprising. I, I, and not just because she's British. I think it's. I kind of think it's Malik too. I'm really holding strong on Cooper though, but uh, right. I'm gonna say Malik. All right, I think I think it's Malik too. So that's that. Okay, well, we're we're all in agreement there. Okay. All right, so that was a great episode. We're, we will be back that for, for in the fall for that. that that's great, but. um um, is it January 13th, yeah. January January 13th. Is it be the date? Yes, it oh, is. That's right near my birthday. Oh. Yeah. Oh, happy right birthday! Happy birthday! Hey, birthday time. How old are you going to be? Twenty nine. Excellent. <laughs> My birthday's not too far after that. Oh, then you, that makes you thirty, right? No, I'm twenty eight. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. One year than you. Uh, let's let's we have news and gossip. TV news. Ratings, Nando. Ratings. Ratings. Blacklist delivered once again for the fall finale. 12.3 million viewers. Yes. And a 3.5 rating among adults. So, yes, NBC is very, very happy with this. Uh, this is their biggest hit in a long, long time. Much needed hit for NBC. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the, the ratings are great, and it, for the first eleven, you know, most most cable episodes only get like a thirteen episode run. Yeah. So this is also sort of backs the play of the network still doing the twenty two episodes mm-hmm. because you know, mm-hmm. not talk, they should shrink those down, again, yeah. especially for serialized shows because it's hard to be to keep interest of a serialized show over twenty two episodes, but. We're doing it. They've done yeah. it. Yeah, I think really the great. real the real case is going to be in January when it's not going to have the voice leading. That's the real question. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna possibly be the one question. It's being uh, it, it's it's leading is going to be American Ninja Warrior, which is still a fun show. Huh? Yeah, American Ninja Warrior on NBC. <laughs> I, I, I think January. it'll be fine. I don't think it needs. I, it. I, I, I don't think it's 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 Everybody's got their DVR up. set. Yeah. The only right. people that it's going to matter for are people who switched providers. If you went from AT and T to Time Warner, that's the only one forgot oh, really? to change it. I think that's the only thing that's going to matter for. Uh, and then, what, did they count the ratings for that? Did they count that? <laughs> what about some shoutouts, Nando? Uh, what about some you want me to do the shoutouts? Yeah, I, 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 I some people. I've got obviously I've got uh, my man Langley and Neely. <laughs> thank you very much oh, yeah. for, for, for 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 checking us out and following us, and uh, Stephen B as well, and um, and Paxson and Shaft Amsley. Shaft Amsley. Shaft's word. At Shaft's word. Uh, Vanilla Cupcake, of course. I mentioned her a thousand times. And uh, I don't know. Nando, what else you got? Well, I'm going to pull up oh. iTunes while you're doing that because the problem is when I do news and yeah, I do right. go into YouTube, fair, the comments kind of suck. Well, then also, and then I'll, I'll, I'll go to my, I'll go to Dave1555, uh, Natural Opinion, uh, Joseph Ortiz, um, Roberta S. Wait, how do I do that? Roberta S. Sprinkles? 
I yeah, I guess so. Ro- oh, Robert T. Robot T. Sprinkles. Robot T. Sprinkles. That's yeah, it. Robot T. Sprinkles. Ah. All right. Because <laughs> they, they uh. yeah, they, Robot T. Sprinkles called us out and said, yeah, "That's how you did. say my name." All right. Stable frequency. We love you. Um, I'm sure. Good, someone else gets to mess up names. I don't know. Lamar Gray, <laughs> Newsby Bird, Lauren Plot. Is that right? Yes. Thank God. Uh, and uh, SC. Wait, C. Boyle, seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. D. Scamini. And uh, I don't know. Siami, I think. Or Siami. Okay. Oh, you're going to try to pronounce it? I don't no, know. Yeah, right, that'll who, be funny. Let's find out who's right. What about on iTunes? <laughs> what about on iTunes? We got Super P. Penny and Fraser Street. See, that's how you do it. Right. You just say it like that's that. That's it? That's it. Just, that's just it? For this week, just those two. Well, I mean, we've had, and they give us five, but we have a whole bunch from last week that I that I brought up that I mentioned already. Oh, so yeah. well, I can right, re-mention yeah. them. I'll re-mention All them. Right. And Shelly, of course. Oh, yeah, Shelly, of and, course. And Louisa and the gang over at Facebook. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right, so let's jump into predictions. And now, you're after Buzz mm-hmm. TV predictions. Hmm. Stephen Lemieux, I'll, I'll let you choose the first person to go for predictions today. If he's, if he's and Joe Sanfilippo. Oh. All right, Lemieux. I see how it is. Um, here's my <laughs> predictions. Uh, number one, Red is Liz's father. Duh. Uh, <laughs> duh. I'm just saying, duh. duh. Number two, um, I think that our boy Tom is going to do uh, some crazy stuff. I think our boy Tom, in the in the first couple episodes of the second half of the season, uh, I think there's going to be a reveal. I think Tom's going to come up with some super secret spy BS, and it's going to be interesting. We're going to be, we're going to, I think Tom is going to, there's, we're going to come back to Tom. Tom's, Tom's going to get crazy. Um, and and uh, I've already said that I think that our CIA girl is the mole. And uh, I think we're going to get more, a lot more out of Alan Alda. I think that, uh, and like I said earlier, I think we're going to find out it's a, it's a corporate slash government slash generally people in power gray area type, uh, type, uh, what you call it? Adversary. It's not going to be, uh, that cut and dry Bond villain like we just had with Ansel Garrick. I think it's going to be a lot more, uh, gray and, um, that's interesting. A lot of predictions. That's, that's a lot of predict. Well, those, those we're, predictions, we're, we're taking that'll, some time that'll, that'll off. Hold until January. Maybe one of them will hit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw a bunch of darts at a dartboard. Maybe one of them will Shots fired. It's a shotgun approach. Scatter shot predictions. <laughs> Julia Keerley. Okay. Uh, well, I, I did say that I think Malik is the is the mole. Um, I sort of mentioned already that uh, that Alan Alda and his company that he works for is. Somehow, and the secret that Red is keeping is the reason that he left the FBI um, and went rogue. And also, um, I'm, I'm thinking a little bit about Tom as well. And he, you know, he made in his like two scenes that he had, basically he or three. But he says, "Let's get out of here. Let's move. Let's move. I need to keep you safe, keep us safe, and keep us together." So I think he is desperate to get her out of there because I think he knows who is the people who, who the people are watching them. Right. I think they're out to watch Tom, maybe. A little bit more than they're out to watch Lizzie. Right. So he wants to get her cut and run. Get out. Right. Nando? Okay. Uh, I'm going to make a change in my in what I said earlier oh. today. I'm going to say oh. I'm, I'm going to go with Cooper as the mole. Really? Oh. Based on based on the fact that he really fought hard to, to keep them reinstated in this uh, in this op. So what better way to okay. keep tabs okay. than to be the mole? So I'm going to go against all of you guys. I'm going to say Cooper is the person. So I I, I, dis- I, well, I you I can disagree if you want. It's called a prediction. It's called Cooper was very distraught that he lost a dozen people in, in there, and he seems like he's. I want to. I want to believe Cooper. I, unlike Joe Filippo, believe Cooper just as a, as an actor okay. and as a person <laughs> and as an FBI guy. as a human my, being. My, my, my prediction is I just is, is two things. Number one, I, I think that uh, Tom will show his stripes 
uh, possibly well, in the fall premiere. I wasn't I mean, done with my predictions, premiere. by the way. Oh, but sorry, go, I wasn't go. done with my predictions. You can scatter if they can do shots, I can, can I scatter some shots? Yeah, scatter some shots. All right, cool. Huh? Uh, I want to say Tom, here's what I say. I say Tom is uh, working for a third party. Yep. That I'm going to say this. If we, we said that we thought maybe Red's wife is still alive, I'm going to say he's working for Red's wife to protect Lizzie. And he actually does want to protect Lizzie, but he is obviously not... 100% who he is. So, there you go. I never said That's he was it. a bad guy. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I think Tom, I think Tom's a bad guy. Tom's bad. He's dirty. We'll find out. I think he'll, he'll show his stripes, uh, when we come back in, in, uh, in January. I also think that, um, Alanada is not a bad guy per se. I think that he, I think that, and I think that he and Red will end up working together to. He's a bad guy, but he's not bad guy. Exactly. I don't know what that accent was, but I love it. Uh, I uh, think that he will be back, and he uh, will work with Red to do something to take down the super blacklister, who I'm still waiting for, because it's not Ansel Garrick, and it's not Alan Alda, so we'll find out who he is. Mm. That's Boom. what Boom. Boom. All right, that's it. I'll do it for us. That we will see you back after the holidays. Have a happy holiday, and uh, we'll see you just January thirteenth. We'll January miss you. Thirteenth, Joe. Where can we find you? Uh, at uh, at Joe Flippo on the Twitters and uh, JosephSanFlippo dot com. Uh, my website, Julia. Uh, Twitter, Julia Carely, J U L I A C E A R L E Y. Same with Instagram, Facebook, you know, you can find me, you can find me. Yes, and Nando. You can find me on Twitter at Nandovel, N A N D O V E L, and here for some other shows yep. in Geek Nerd Tech yep. with you on Black Hollywood Live. That's right. Yeah. And you can find me uh, on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell and on Instagram at Joe Braswell and with Nando and some other shows, including Geek Tech. And we love you all. We'll see you in January. Happy holidays. Woo, happy holidays. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.